Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Speed City with John Massengill, Les Kaiser, and Jonathan Green. It's the fastest hour on the radio. Speed City. Good evening, gearheads. Welcome to Speed City. Man, we are excited about tonight's show. This is John Massengill in studio with Les Kaiser and Jonathan Howdy. Green. What do you think, boys? Is going to be a fun show? Heck yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me run down what we got tonight. We're going to talk. Oh, well, first of all, we got two fantastic guests. We got, uh, we got Lee Diffie, host of NBC's Everything. I know he's not working today, but can we get a how close do you like it from him, do you think? <laughs> I think we probably can, and uh, man, he's going to have a lot to talk about with uh, with all the things that he does at NBC now. He, he is everywhere. I swear, I feel like every time I turn to a channel, there's Lee doing something else. <laughs> I didn't know he was. He knew all the sports he did. He does rugby as well. Oh, that uh, doesn't I, surprise me. Well, and of course, as an Aussie, he knows that. Uh, let's see. We're gonna, but we're also really excited because we got the America's Rallycross and the FIA World Rallycross both coming to Austin next weekend here yeah. to Circuit of the Americas. If you have not been to the Circuit of the Americas, if you have not been to a Rallycross or watched any, hey guys, I'm telling you, this is the this is the motorsport of the future. This is, and I say the future, it's still the present too, but this is the first time the World Rallycross has been here, and I'll tell you, you're in for a cracking uh, weekend of entertainment at Coda. It's a great track. We already tried it out in July. Uh, a lot of fun. Oh, and better than that, I got to go in the car yes, you did. With, with Rimmer here. It was so cool. And the best part of it, we've got some big household names like Kenny Block and Travis Pastrana. I don't think Pastrana's coming. Um, but, you know, people like Steve Arpin, who've been part of the Global Rallycross for many years. But what I really like is in the lights or the WRX2 version or ARX, ARX2, that's American Rallycross 2, it's all young Americans. Ooh, and yeah. in fact, one young Jamaican, too, who <laughs> okay. is a real character. You'll love him. Um, but yeah, that's what it's really good for American racers. And these guys have come from different walks of life, from single seaters, from um, formula racing, from uh, NASCAR even. Uh, and and they all amalgamate in this rally cross, which is dirt and asphalt. And it's so much fun. I, I think that you get all these guys from all these motorsports because it's so much fun. I mean, it's, oh, they, I mean, watching it's amazing, but it's got to be one of the funnest motorsports you can do. You're sliding around sideways, airborne. Dirt slinging, all that stuff. Oh, yeah. What do they say? Dirt slinging, door banging, airborne excitement. There you go. What I love about it also is that it, it takes different types because you get like Scott Speed, who's a, uh, you know, an ex Formula One driver. And then you get Steve Arpin, who's come from NASCAR. Um, and also then you get people like Sebastian Loeb, who've been at the world level of rally and, of course, is one of the greatest of all time. Um, and yet, he and of course in rally you don't race anybody you have a co-pilot and you sit and you race against the clock but now you've got four guys next to you so they love it all with the same idea yeah and you know what's what's so cool about this is quite honestly i mean it, you know it wasn't until you started helping them out with uh, your travels jonathan that i really started paying attention to it i figured out i'd love this stuff i yeah, absolutely yeah, totally. love it oh it's, it's, it's a mix of dirt and not? asphalt <laughs> and like i said airborne excitement when james took me out in his car <laughs> and yes we jump what 
the same thing I would have used for motocross as a kid, yeah. we're, but we're doing it in a car that, that's now. That's basically what it is. It's motocross in a car. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and even more so, I've spent time with Brianne Korn, yep. and you know, she's a national champion in the SCCA life twice, plus she's won the Pikes Peak International Hill Climb. She's got a school here, so if you come and you get hooked on the sport, Locally, you got somebody, as well as if you want to go big time, go to Dirtfish School. Hey, speaking of the Rallycross this weekend, this next weekend at Coda, we, we're going to give away some tickets tonight, are we? Yeah, I think we can. All right, do if you want to win some tickets, call into tonight's show, 512 643 Live, 512 643 5483. And also on tonight's show, we got another guest calling in. We got one of those Rallycross drivers, James Rimmer, who James races Rimmer, for the yeah. Dirtfish. Uh, Dirtfish team, team yeah. yeah, with Connor Martel. He's on great form, too. He came here in July, and, uh, yeah, he tore the place up. It was good, and he loves it. Uh, I'm going to get his take on the track uh, and just come into Coda. Uh, Dirtfish actually were the um, headline sponsors last time out, but, of course, this is the World Championship event. So we've got two big events all in one. We've got the World Championship, the American Championship, and we've even got a celebrity race, which will be interesting. Ooh, you you have me intrigued. I don't even know the details on that. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be really good. I can tell you that there may well be a, a NASA influence. How about that? Out of this world stuff. Ooh, NASA. Yeah. Uh, okay. Now you now I'm truly intrigued. All right. So tonight we're going to have those two guests on. We're going to talk in just a second. Here we're going to talk about MotoGP. It was in Aragon this weekend. And we're going to talk a little Formula One because we got when Lee Diffie's on, we're going to talk a little of everything. So, wow, well, we're definitely going to talk indie. Uh, yeah. He'll be here front and center um, for the indie race. Uh, and of course, Formula One. We haven't forgotten. He, doesn't, he hasn't forgotten all his knowledge on Formula <laughs> One. We miss him. And we're going to talk to him about indie coming to Austin here. I know. So, yeah. All right, well, really let's, let's talk a little MotoGP, boys. Would yep. you, uh, I mean, look, what do you think, Jonathan? First of all, let's talk about the race overall. It was a cracking race overall, uh, one that went right down to the wire, and we probably saw more overtaking on the last three laps than Formula One's had in the last 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect, but um, that's MotoGP for you. We really did. It was a cracking race. Um, two guys going at it, Honda versus Ducati, uh, Dovi versus Marquez, and even the Suzukis were in there. Uh, and at one point, it looked as though, because these two guys were, were tearing strips off each other, it looked like the Suzukis were going to catch up and join the battle. But in the end, it was Marquez uh, versus uh, Davicioso and Dovi just lost out. And it just seems ironic because Marquez, again, had a torrid weekend. Of course, this is his home Grand, Grand Prix, or one of them anyway, because they go to Jerez as well. Um, but of course, he's so popular, as is Jorge Lorenzo, but he blew it in the first turn. Oh, wow. Uh, I mean, and, you know, Marquez saying that, I mean, uh, him saying that Marquez did it to him. No, he didn't. No, he, he absolutely didn't. did not. Absolutely. I'm sorry. I like backed it up, watched it. It was like, no, you, you got off the line, twisted a little hard, a little too hard on the beans and, and lost well, your own let, beans. Yeah, let's put it in perspective. Uh, Ducati uh, were on the, on the verge of winning four in a row. Jorge Lorenzo has been in brilliant form and got the pole position and looked odds on to make it a real classic Spanish affair. Um, you know, gorgeous George against little Mark. Uh, um, and it never came to be because right off the start, Jorge didn't get the perfect start, went wide, uh, and then high-sided himself and broke his metatarsal, which I really do feel for him because that's going to hurt. Um, but he's blaming anybody who, you know, anybody can. But I'm afraid this one goes down to you, my friend. His metatarsal. Uh, 
That just hurts. That's, that sounds painful. I don't even know what well, it is. But it, it's it, the top of your toe. A lot okay. of soccer players suffer it's, from it as well because you get stamped on. Yeah. But if you imagine that you're on a motorcycle, you're putting all your weight on both feet. That's pretty much how they steer. You don't see yeah. a lot of movement in the arms. It's all in the feet. So it's going to be really hard well, for him you know to what? come back Maybe he that. can take up rallycross now. I, I think it might be a good idea. <laughs> All right, let's look at the, how the race ended up. Marquez won the race. Davicioso, then Iannone, Alex Renz, Danny Pedrosa, Alex, Alicia Spargro, Daniel, Danilo Petrucci, Valentino Rossi down in eighth, Jack yeah, Miller. Yeah, a and little shout-out for the 80-year-old uh, Valentino Rossi. <laughs> Still going <laughs> yeah, strong. I'm oh, sorry, 38. He's 38. Um, <laughs> but uh, he came from 18th. Uh, Yamaha, that's the other biggest story in yeah. GP, is that Yamaha having a rotten time. Yeah. This is the worst period they've had in a decade. They've been shopping for bike parts at garage sales, I think. Seriously. <laughs> this is I don't know what's happened because they were always out front. Hey guys, we got a caller on the line. Let's okay, bring then. him on. Let's see what he's got to talk about. Uh, it looks like Brant. Brant, welcome to Speed City. How's it going, man? Hey, doing good. Brant. Oh, it's Brant. Brant. How's it going? What do you what, yeah. what's going on out there? Are you calling about the rally cross? What are you calling about? Yeah, calling about rally cross. Are you getting excited for that coming here to Austin? Absolutely. Are you a fa- are you really, an existing really good lineup? Are you, so you're a bit you're a fan already of the rallycross. I mean, I mean, so many people in Austin are learning about all the different sports, but you're already a fan. Uh, well, this would be my first one to go to. So, but I've heard a lot about it, and um, I've been to a couple of F1 races and some of the motocross races, and those are pretty hey. exciting. So I figured rallycross can't be much different. Did have you, you been to the USGP here in Austin for F1? What's that? Have you been to F1 here in Austin? I have. All right. Well, this is a permanent track. It's really cool. So when you get there, you're going to see in the stadium area that they built a permanent rallycross track on on basically the green islands of the stadium area with with everything set. Yeah, between thirteen and and, and fifteen, basically. So there's view, the fantastic viewing. Uh, I don't know if you had a chance that they also had the nitro uh, rallycross this weekend in Utah, which Pastrana was running. Similar guys, a lot of the similar guys you're going to see um, at the at the rallycross. Um, but it's Ken Block, it's Pastrana Arpin, you name it. Uh, really good fun. But now the World Championship is coming for the first of five years at um, uh, Circuit of the Americas, and I think you're going to be in for a real surprise, because they take it to a new level. They really do. Oh, wow. So this is the, the end of the year race where they collect all their points, and this is it, right? Pretty much, yeah. We're either going to crown oh, wow. the world champion here, uh, and the same is true of ARX. Uh, again, it's the uh, it's the Beatles going at it, Scott Speed and uh, Tanner Faust, who have been buddies but arch rivals for the last few years here in the States, uh, and they're going to go wheel to wheel. Sweet. All right, well, Brian, thanks a lot for calling. Congrats on the tickets. Hang on the line, and we'll get your info. Thank you. All right, have fun. All right, boys. A happy customer. Happy customer, yeah. Oh, man, if he hadn't seen it, he's going to freak out. I love that people are, you know, he had been to F1 here, but honestly, I think that's the one that gets all the glory here in the the area. But uh, people are starting to branch out and starting to grasp on to other motorsports here. So I love that. Yeah. All right, guys, let's take a break. And in the next segment, Mr. Lee Diffie is going to call in, and we're going to talk a little IndyCar, a little Formula One, and whatever else Lee Diffie wants to talk about. You're listening to Speed City. We're live in Austin, Texas, back after these messages.
Do you want to drive a rally car? Well, you can a Dirtfish. Get behind the wheel of an all-wheel drive Subaru WRX STI or rear-wheel drive Subaru BRZ rally car at our 315-acre training facility. Learn advanced car control skills on any surface in any condition on our 12 different rally courses. Drift through corners, hammer down straightways, go fast, get sideways, and visit dirtfish.com. Hey, beer people, it's Christine Sellers. And I'm Daytona. Sellers Brewery is back in Austin and brewing again. Oh, Sellers does it ring a bell for some of you? Well, for the last 17 years, we've been crafting the perfect comeback. We've returned to our roots with Sellers White, a famous local favorite. Plus, we're creating some fresh new brews. And whether it's the first time you've tasted our family's legendary beer, or the millionth, we're thrilled to be back. Swing by your local store, watering hole, or our brewery, and let's catch up over beers. Sellers, Austin's original craft brewery. Ambi Augusta motorcycles are the epitome of Italian style, precisely crafted with a passion for two-wheel art on wheels. Ducati Austin are the only Ambi Augusta and Ducati factory authorized technicians in Austin, servicing all European brands. Check the Brutali Sport Naked, the most extreme essential naked bike ever. Or the Turismo Veloce 800, the first revolutionary tourer to be built by Ambi Augusta. Or if you want a pedigree steeped in racing, then look no further than the World Supersport winning triple F3, 675 and 800. Or go all out for the ultimate legendary F4 MV Augusta. Italian style with Texas soul. Trade-in, consignments welcome and financing available. To Caddy Austin and the home of MV Augusta at 818 Breaker Lane, just east of I-35. Listen to Talk 1370 anytime, anywhere with the all-new Radio.com app. Check your phone's app store or visit Talk1370.com slash app. Hi, I'm Mike Brewer from Wheeler Dealers on Velocity Channel, and this is Speed City. Welcome back to the fastest hour in radio, Speed City. Man, when I hear that Sammy Hagar music, I, he was so much fun when he came to here <laughs> <laughs> often, hang out at Coda. I still haven't seen it, but I'm, I'm going to see got, it. I've got a show you're talking about, yeah. yeah. What, what's it on? What network? It's like uh, Axis. Velocity. That's right. Oh, that's right. No, Axis, Axis TV. Axis, that's yeah. Axis. And, uh, yeah, anyway, these, on, these are tiny I know, these networks are t- tiny in comparison networks. to the superhero <laughs> we got on the line. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. Yeah, baby, awesome. what a great intro for a man who needs none. He is the one and only Lee Diffie. How are you, my friend? Hey, guys. That was quite the intro. Oh, we play, you yeah, well, you know. We just need that color spectrum curtain like Johnny Carson always had. You know? yeah. How's it going, Lee? The peacock. The, the, the peacock. We have uh, one of our directors... Uh, a terrific guy called Mike Wells, and he always, one of the last things he says to us before we do a broadcast, and he says, be proud as a peacock. And it makes you think of that color spectrum, you know? <laughs> That's there great. There you go. That is great. <laughs> Lee, I got to tell you, you know, I absolutely miss you around the Formula One world, but I feel like every time I turn on NBC, there you are <laughs> going on about something else I, I'm interested in. <laughs> yeah, it's been busy. It's been a really busy year, and, and, um, I have to say that uh, the, as you guys know all too well, because you, you, you're probably more in touch than I am, um, the, the America's F1 
uh, watching group. You know, the F1 fans in, in the United States have been so generous uh, towards myself and Steve and David and Will uh, these past nine months, uh, ten months since, you know, we, we have not been doing it. Obviously, Will is still involved in Formula One because just their, their messages on social media and, and uh, even in person, wherever any of us may be at any particular time, been really uh, very genuine and very heartwarming and at the same time a little bit sad, a little bit frustrating that, that we, we're not doing it, but uh, hey, nothing ever stays the same forever, but um, we, we're still in touch very much so with the sport and, and it's been wonderful um, perhaps even meeting and communicating with people that, that, we, that we didn't in the past because they just wanted to say, hey, we miss you, but... Um, Hey, we'll all, we'll, all of us together as a group will always be F1 fans. Well, I had a text earlier, and I promised to deliver the message from you. Your buddy Bud Moeller <laughs> sends his best to you and, and <laughs> says exactly that. I miss you. And as and as a as a as a gift to get over it, he's going to give us one of his Ferraris. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, the ugly one or the slow one. I don't care. <laughs> well, then we, we we've got a proposal. Um, we've upped the budget, so things are really looking good at Speed City. Um, well, I, we think you should join us for Formula One. Uh, come down here, and then we can show you the track because you're going to be here in March, which is the real big news. Tell us about what you and NBC are thinking okay, about. He, he can in, have my microphone. Of, he can't have my taco. Okay, all right. You've got Les's mic. And you're joining the team for, for F1 so you can learn the circuit. <laughs> well, listen, I, t- I tell you, I can't. Uh, unfortunately, I can't be there for the whole weekend because I have uh, some rugby commitments that weekend. But I do plan on coming down earlier in the week. Yay! Last weekend. Uh, it'll be terrific just to, to see everybody again. And uh, my buddy Steve, I'm not sure if you've ever been to Steve's party. Steve is my mate who fires up the, uh, the funny car. In the, oh uh, yeah, yes, in, the, in the in the in the in the in the suburban streets and the suburban house, and uh, a lot of the F1 mechanics actually go to his party. So I was considering that, and I've spoken to Stephen Hobbo about it. Of course, Will will be there and Jason Swale. So it's definitely on my radar to to come down and, and see everyone. And hopefully this year Will has his uh, charity bash again. So I'll take you up on that. But Les, your microphone's safe. I'd never take that away from you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you keep that? But uh, Greeny, Greeny, to your point, um, I think it's super exciting that that uh, IndyCar is going to go to Circuit of the Americas. Um, we we actually just to let you in on the inside a little bit. We had a a chat with um, the head of competition Jay Fry last week before the Sonoma finale, and just said, you know, are you sure that we're going to run the full circuit and not an abbreviated circuit? Are you sure you want the series? running on the same track as one because the naysayers will, you know, um, draw a comparison to to F1 and, you know, F1 car is X amount of seconds faster and all that. And he just, he, like, with blimp thinking, he just said, guys, it's not a problem. That's F1. Flowers. Those who want to do the time comparisons can do the time comparisons. We don't care. Yeah. We've got a great series. So many different winners each year, so much passing, so such great competition. We don't care. If people want to do the time comparison, it'll be the same as it was years ago with car, champ car back at Montreal. It'll be the same at, you know, whatever. And so I, I really enjoyed his honesty and his answer. I thought that was I thought that was really good. And so yeah, let's just go there and let's just go there and enjoy it and, and enjoy IndyCar for what it is, which is at the moment a phenomenal series, incredibly competitive. 
and um, so many good things going on. So uh, to to you know, I think IndyCar is on a massive upswing at the moment, mm-hmm. and it has been for a little while now. And uh, going back to Portland uh, a little while ago, um, two, two races ago was was incredible. The crowd and the response and the sincerity from the fans. And I think IndyCar is being very select, selective about where they go. And to take it to Circuit of the Americas, which is obviously a circuit very near to all of us, all of our hearts, uh, is a really positive move. And uh, I can't, you know, <laughs> I'll be able to get over my withdrawals of not going there each October uh, for, for Formula One. So it'll be, uh, it'll be terrific to be, to be back next year. It's interesting you bring that up because I, I couldn't agree more. I think, you know, the days, Bernie's gone and he definitely didn't want anything to do with Indy. It was a, it was a rival, a threat. And, you know, I think that's why Monaco and uh, the 500 have always been on the same day. But I think with Liberty and I think now with the rise of Indy that can totally stand on its feet, uh, unified and with a really, really strong field of young and experienced drivers from Scott Dixon all the way down to Matthias Lest. Um, I mean, you know, I, I just think we're in a new era and I think actually uh, the circuit, the fans, everybody and the, the potentiality of, of Alonso kind of, cr- you know, crossing the divide, as it were, means that, that all bets are off now and, and that I think, you know, we can consider these two sports very similar and, and you know, Know, either one, like Joseph Newgarten could run an F1 if he wanted to, and Alonso is coming potentially to here. Can you give us any insight on what you think of that that uh, happening? Well, look, I tell you what, I was uh, maybe stupidly optimistic before the Charles Leclerc to Ferrari, Kimi Raikkonen to Sauber swap went down. That you know maybe if if, if the stars aligned, uh, the US audience and fan base, all of us could have been treated potentially to uh, Fernando Alonso, Kimi Raikkonen to IndyCar. And we now know that that's not, that, that's not going to happen. But I can tell you that Kimi was having talks with a team that would have been a new team to the Verizon IndyCar series about that happening that had Ferrari links, etc. there, where it was all in the family type thing. So it wasn't out of the realms of possibility. And that would have been a huge treat. But, you know, just in recent, in recent days, you know, Dale Coyne has come out and said that He'd be open to having, you know, and he's opened up the discussion book with Buffalo Van Dorn. Um, you know, uh, yep. who, who knows? Like, there's drivers out there where, yeah, it's about Oak on There's there's options out there where, hey, you can go WEC with these amazing cars, incredibly sophisticated, great package. But again, in every series, there's only so many seats. So, and. For, as you know, growing up in the UK and when you and I lived in the UK and worked in European series together, there's a great mystique about the US yep. and IndyCar and in particular the Indianapolis 500. So for somebody like Stoffel Van Dorn, who's raced in Japan and raced all around the world and Esteban Ocon, who's one of the, I think, is one of the most gifted young drivers in the world, if all of a sudden the F1 door closes, why wouldn't you be open to something like that? So yep. why not? And I'm, tell, I'm telling you from a commercial standpoint, from a fan standpoint, from our television ratings on NBC Sports, um, IndyCar is just yeah, each time it goes out. And it's incredibly infectious at the moment. And I think uh, Formula One's doing some, some good things at the moment and exploring some new territories. And there's some concept car images that are coming out. Uh, IndyCar is hitting its straps. 
in the coming years, it's going to go from 750 horsepower to 950 horsepower. This current car looks sexy. You know, they've brought sexy back to IndyCar. Um, they need to tweak some of the downforce figures to uh, try and help some of those races, like the Pocono race and actually this year's Indy 500. Wasn't that exciting, but yeah. they're aware of that and they're, 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 they're massaging the, the, I don't want to even call it a problem, they're just massaging things to make it better because there's just, you know, when things are negative, you spiral down and, and people want to jump on and on the negative bandwagon and put it down. Right now, it's completely the opposite with the IndyCar series. Everyone is pushing it skyward and, and it's, it's an amazing feeling and the morale is so high. Uh, tomorrow night in Indianapolis, Scott Dixon has the red carpet premiere of his IMAX movie. Mm. Um, you know, and as the five-time champion, there's, there's, there's a lot to uh, be very positive and pleased and happy about in open-wheel racing around the world, but particularly open-wheel racing here in North America. Lee, I want to ask you about IndyCar coming to Austin because, you know, Les and I are both from born and raised in Austin and, and watching Formula One come here, uh, a lot of people, they didn't, they didn't really get it or understand it as, you know, they knew what it was. But, but when you say IndyCar now, like all the local media immediately jumped in on this and everybody gets it. They, you know, they, they know the Indy 500 and they know what IndyCar racing is. And we feel like this could really make a huge difference in expanding and, and connecting Coda further with the community here because, you know, let's face it, it's it's still a tough road here in Austin specifically, but we feel like it's a big deal that it's going to help Coda connect with the community and wondered, have you guys been thinking about that and the way that, you know, it, the, the way IndyCar can grow again in another audience like this? I, I think so. I, I, I really do because... There's another aspect to, you know, there's the, the historical aspect that I just mentioned about Scott Dixon winning five championships, the only other driver other than A.J. Foyt. You know, A.J. Foyt did it more than half a century ago. But what really, what really um, gets me excited or, or, or there's a feel-good factor about the IndyCar series right now is, you know, for decades, IndyCar has had a global appeal while being ostensibly a, a North American sport a u.s sport mm -hmm. but there's been the, the u.s drivers but foreign drivers who have you know uh, really appealed to the u.s fan base yeah well we're back there again because to me there was a period there where it was kind of lost and we're back there now where you've got the will powers and the scott dixons and the, 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 there are some really good uh, british drivers you've got the brazilian contingent with tony canan Mateus lace etc and now you've got this now, you, now you've got um You've got uh, Pato Award, this young ah, yeah. Mexican driver who everybody's calling the next Delio Castro Neves. But, and the big but aside, or the addition to that is, is this incredible core of unbelievable young American talent. Yeah. Now, I don't want to discount Ryan Hunter-Ray from the young, but Ryan Hunter-Ray, you know, the guy who I nicknamed Captain America, is the most successful active American driver out there as an Indy 500 winner, as a champion. Now you've got Joseph Newgarden as a champion. Alexander Rossi comes from his GP3, GP2, his five F1 races, didn't work out there, comes over and brings everything he learned, I think, in those junior formulae to, to IndyCar and almost becomes champion in his third year to tack onto his Indy 500 win. You've got Zach Beach, you've got Spencer Piggott, you've got this, there's, there's this throng of, of Americans. And so, to me, all boxes are being checked. 
And I think in the Austin market, there's a lot, there's a lot to grab hold of for people. And, and you know what? How many, how many markets can boast? Yeah, we've got an F1 Grand Prix and an IndyCar race. Yeah, it's, exactly. To me, it's all it's, it's, it's all it's all cream for Austin. It's spoiled. It's fantastic. Well, yeah. and you know, I got approached several times, and you know, I, I think what y'all said is right. People get IndyCar. There's an American history to it. It didn't take a lot of explanation about it, but everybody was instantly excited, and it was like, oh, can't wait, can't wait, can't wait. What are we, you know? And they already know most of the drivers already, and so I really think that's a a, a huge plus, and to be honest, I think it's going to rival the F1 following in the area. Yeah, and you know, here's a, here's a little footnote for you, which I'm sure you'll use yourself. But you look at—I uh, don't think this, I think this is completely unprecedented. Starting next weekend with the World Rallycross for the first time, Cota is going to have five major events here in the space of six months. All of them unbelievably worthy. You've got Ra- World Rallycross, American Rallycross, Trans Am's coming, SVRA, um, IndyCar, MotoGP. I mean, and, wow. And, and Formula One. And, and you Formula One, one, of course, in October. <laughs> oh, yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, it's everything that uh, Circuit of the Americas and Bobby Epstein and everybody, uh, what they aimed for back in the beginning is coming to fruition, you know, I mean, and, and let's not forget in the whole timeline of, of events that uh, Coda has hosted, you know, add supercars to that, add sports cars to that, add, you know, I mean, it's it, it hosted almost every major form of motorsport in the world. And that's a great tribute to not only the facility and everybody involved, but the town of Austin, because all you have to do is ask anybody involved with any of the series and they love going there. They love the track. It's world class. So again, you know, uh, bringing it back to the to the IndyCar discussion, it's, it's another plus. It's, it's it's a huge opportunity, and I think it's going to be a wonderful weekend. Yeah, we're we're over the top, Lee. When we heard about it, we just couldn't believe it, and we knew the rumors had been going on for a few weeks. But well, Lee, we're almost out of time. But I definitely got to ask you about a huge sporting event. I saw you tweeting. <laughs> I'm in BC. I, Tiger. I speaking of drivers. Tiger, yeah, speaking <laughs> yeah. of driver, Tiger Woods today. That is just an amazing story. I, the quote I heard was, "It almost feels like a new beginning rather than some sort of swan a song." Comeback. It's really amazing, isn't it's it? Big. I think it's. I think it's. It's fantastic because you know for all of us you know for for you guys there in the studio and me here on the other end of the phone line our lives are sport and sport is made up of great stories and that's what we're challenged with uh week in week out at nbc uh from our bosses our producers be good storytellers tell the story you know you can anyone can say what's happening at any particular time but what's the story behind it because that's what the viewers are interested in and you know tiger this weekend yeah. Uh, it's the it's the peak of the story, but the story is what comes behind it. So today he wins his 80th tournament, which is just phenomenal. But you know, to me, you know, he's had his indiscretions in the past, and a lesser man could have crumbled, or a lesser athlete could have, could have crumbled. But those endless surgeries, uh, he had that incident with the police. Uh, you know, he could have packed up shop. He doesn't need the money. He could have packed up shop and just gone and, and hidden and never been seen again. But he loves the challenge of sport, uh, both physically, mentally, emotionally. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I remember, you know, there's some of these young guys like, like um, J- 
Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth and these young guys said, oh, I really would have relished the opportunity to go to head, <laughs> head-to-head with Tiger in his prime. Well, guess what? You got it. Never what you ask for. And you saw what he could do today you oh. know, and this weekend. Yeah, uh, It was the way he did it, too. He just tranched the whole field, just showed up. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be, it'd be like, uh, uh, it's not, not really the same, but it, it'd be like uh, Nigel Mansell stepping back into a modern yeah. F1 car and winning the Grand Prix. Or, <laughs> but it's, you know, the, the age gap is, is very different. But I just think it's a remarkable comeback because it's, uh, it's a lot easier to walk away than to grind it out and public embarrassment with his you know, personal challenges mm-hmm. and family challenges and, and everything that's gone on. And, uh, you know, good on him. And I know that he hasn't always treated the media all that great. Uh, he hasn't sometimes always treated the fans all that great. But he has shown that he's trying to be a better man and a better person and a better athlete. And, uh, you know, like I said, being in the sporting industry, we thrive on great stories. And that is a phenomenal story. Yeah, and I just can't wait to see what it, just the sport of golf. I mean, it's every time when, when Tiger's on, I know that the audience is just yeah, the sore. So, the so. Well, Lee Diffie, the voice, the voice of sport on NBC Sports, we thank you so much for coming back on Speed City. We, we miss you when you're not here in Austin. We'll see you in we'll, October. We'll see, oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll see oh, when we you get out here. we got a new beer place, too. I know he likes that. <laughs> Love to a family, Lee. I'll bring you, I'll bring... I'll bring you a treat. I, I, uh, I've got my sister from Brisbane, Australia in the car with me. We're driving back from Manhattan at the moment. And uh, she brought me over from spe- some special Australian barbecue sauce. So I'll bring you some down to Austin. Awesome. Good on you, there Gil. You Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Lee. <laughs> Talk to you Thanks, soon. Guys. Take care. Look up. All right, well, we're going to go straight to break because we come back. we got another guest to come on. we got James Rimmer, driver of the Dirtfish Rally Car, back after these messages. World Rallycross USA makes its debut at the Circuit of the Americas on September 29th and 30th. The FIA World Rallycross Championship presented by Monster Energy features head-to-head short, sharp racing on dirt and asphalt and a mega jump to boot. Experience the thrills, spills and some of the most intense, exciting racing in motorsport. And that's not all. The stars of America's Rallycross will also be competing in their final event featuring Kenny Block, Steve Arpin, Scott Speed and many more. For ticket information, go to worldrxusa.com. worldrxusa.com. The Austin East KOA Campground, just 15 minutes from Circuit of the Americas and downtown Austin, and just two minutes from the Travis County Expo Center and Central Texas Fishing in Decker Lake, featuring amenities for every style of camping, from tent sites to luxury RV pull-throughs and cabins, plus a pool, showers, and laundry. Nestled in tall oak trees on the edge of the hill country, all the pleasures of the Lone Star State await you at Austin East KOA. To make your reservation, visit austineastkoa.com. Are you craving an adrenaline rush? Well, get your fix at Dirtfish. Get sideways on one of our race-ready Subaru WRX STIs or Subaru BRZs. Learn advanced car control skills on any surface in any condition. Test your skills on 12 different rally courses across our 315-acre training facility. Get your adrenaline fix by visiting dirtfish.com. 
Lone Star Rallycross, a family-friendly, time-trial, loose surface racing series with affordable events, quality competition, and an emphasis on having fun. Co-founded by multi-time SCCA solo and Rallycross national champion, Rally America class champion, and Pikes Peak Hill Climb winner Brianne Korn and her brother Kevin Korn. Race the same car you drive to work on Monday. Just 20 minutes from Circuit of the Americas at the state's only purpose-built Rallycross facility. Online at LoneStarRallycross.com. Hey, Austin, wake up and fly right on Talk 1370. Hey, it's Patrick Lindsay. We're driving Hard Place Motorsports Porsche, and this is Speed City. Welcome back to the fastest hour in radio, Speed City. Welcome back to the show. We are very excited because we not only have our next guest, but what we got coming to Austin. We've been talking about it a lot. But this gentleman who we have on the line who's joining us. My, uh, he's a badass. Driver. He is a badass. He's my Uber driver. <laughs> <laughs> James Rimmer of the Dirtfish Rally Team. James, welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Great. Sorry about the delay. We had, we had NBC on, you know. Lee Diffie, <laughs> that guy. Literally, literally. <laughs> yeah. Hey, no, we're, it's all good. No, uh, we're, no worries at all. Well, we're excited to have you on because uh, obviously with the, what's happening here in Austin next weekend, you're the man. You have been you've been here on Austin's on Austin's Rallycross track, and uh, excited to have you, man. Yeah, thanks. I'm excited to get back out there. Actually, I spent a ton of time in Austin getting uh, leading up to that July 14th race you guys came out to, and all that stuff. And you know, I was thinking the other day, I miss it out there. I've really grown to love the city quite a bit, and I'm uh, I'm excited to get back out on that track. How good is the track? I mean, you know, the, the July 4th, uh, sorry, the July 14th event was kind of pushed together quite quickly, and you all guys came, and, you know, there wasn't a lot of time to kind of let it bed in, if you like, but do you think they got a lot of it right? Yeah, you know, that's the interesting thing about, about rallycross tracks is because there's not a lot of permanent rallycross tracks. There's no real standard to what a rallycross track should be. Hmm. Um, so it makes it, a, it makes it a little bit different. Like, you guys probably watched a little bit of the Nitro World Games oh, yeah. in yeah. Utah. And I mean, so, so you can go from two extremes. You can say, is that the normal rallycross circuit or is, you know, the one at Coda? But I, I think they have done a good job with it. it, it's, it's, it what's cool about it is the facility it's in as well as how well they put it in there. It's permanent now. Um, so it's nice. You can test on it. You can get data. It's a little bit small, but, you know, that's the cool thing about rallycross circuits is they differ so much from one another. They're not all the same. Well, I think that's what is going to add personality. As you get these seasons established more so, fans are going to follow them, you know, like the road race. Oh, I like going to Laguna Seca and mm-hmm. watching the race. Oh, I like Watkins Glen better. I like Road America or whatever. Exactly. And I think you're going to be able to have that diversity of, oh, well, this is, you know, this is really a Subaru track. No, it's a VW track. No, it's, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. Good point. And, uh, you know, we'll be able to start seeing that develop. I, I'm excited for the diversity of the track, honestly. James, yeah, I, 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 th- I think it's great. James, I got to ask you. Uh, we've been talking about. Yeah, I said at the top of the program. You know, rallycross. What I love about it is that you, you know you're a young guy yourself, but everybody comes from different walks of motor racing to yeah. get here. Mm-hmm. So, just describe some of your opponents and, and certainly your own um, road to get here. Yeah, no, it, it's such a cool. Uh, you know, as as I've done more and more of it, it's such a cool form of motor, motorsport. You know, it it just brings together so many different things, and it, and. For example, I spent a lot of time at Dirtfish, obviously, and I've instructed there, and I've you know I've, I've taken classes there, um, and it just takes like you can have someone, you can have a pro, 
uh, circuit racer come in. You know, someone who's driven open wheel cars their entire life, who's a very, very, very proficient driver, more than a proficient driver, and just get in a car on dirt and just be like, what do I do? Or, or, or the, other, the other spectrum is like, you think they're confident and then they come in and then they're like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Hmm. And that's the cool thing about rallycross. Is it, it, you, you can't just be good at circuit racing. You can't just be good at tarmac. You can't just be good at dirt. You have to be good at everything. Um, and that's why it's so difficult. I mean, I've, I've st- I, you know, I'm, I'm still not where I want to be as a driver, but um, it's taken me, you know, a lot, a lot of time in those cars to, to get to that point because it's just so, it's so taxing. You know, it's so different than an endurance race, for example. Even when we're talking about MotoGP and things like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, James, I want to come back to something that uh, you and Les were talking about a second ago about Austin, the Circuit of the Americas. And yeah. Les, you said it. You were like, is this, is this a, a, a Volkswagen track, a Subaru? Is there, is there an advantage to anybody, any of the cars, based on the way the circuit's laid out here at Coda? Um, you, you never know. It, it'll be interesting. I don't know if you guys saw the announcement, but... Um, Renault, the Renault factory back team, who has Liam Doran, who you may have heard of before. Yeah. He's driving for them now. He's going to be an ARX. Um, they developed, I mean, that, that's an amazing car, an amazing track. And when you get a chance, go, go over there to the pits. I'll take you over even, and I'll, I'll get them to show you around. It is one of the most insane cars I've ever seen. But, sorry, I digress a little bit. <laughs> um, all right. But, um, no, I, I think it's a short track, so it's going to be a short car track. So you're going to see the Fiestas do well. Um, you see the the RSRX cars do well. Um, so we, of course, we see the VWs and Subarus probably do pretty well. But usually, the longer the wheelbase, um, it's a little tougher at that track. So it's like a go kart track, really. Yeah, you know. And hey, uh, for for the audience that don't know, uh, James was uh, lucky enough. I say lucky enough. Uh, he was he did a brilliant job. But he was uh, annou- announcing uh, on the first yeah. round of the well at the Rallycross in Silverstone, uh, where you weren't yeah. taking part. But tell us about uh, the World Championship and who you noticed or were impressed by, uh, given that you were you know you had you had to kind of do your own research this time. Yeah. So um, for the world stuff, it's interesting because. I mean, it's, it's so different from the U.S. You have all these big factory teams. But Johan Christofferson, who um, races with uh, Petter Solberg on his PSRX Volkswagen team, um, he, is, he is something else. I mean, I, he, he just won the Swedish Touring Car Championship this past weekend. He, I don't think he's lost a race from any of the heat race. He's won just about every single final this year. He's leading the points by you know, a good amount. Um, he's an incredible driver, and I love watching him drive. You watch the onboards and drive, and it's a, a lot how I aspire to drive um, when I drive. He's very smooth, very controlled with his inputs. He's a, kind of a bigger guy like me. He's you know he's six foot two, six foot three, um, a little bit broader. So um, he's he's always fun to watch. He's just such a good driver. Him and Petter together are amazing. But I always like watching those uh, Audis too, mainly because we don't get them over here in the U.S. But those wide body S1 Quattros just get me going. Hey, James, can you stick with us through the break? We've got to take a quick break. Um, yeah, yeah, I can fit. All right, well, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to have more with James Rimmer talking about the Rallycross coming here to Austin. Listen to Speed City in Austin. Back after these messages. Hey, 
there, people. It's Christine Salas. And I'm Daytona. Salas Brewery is back in Austin and brewing again. Oh, Salas doesn't ring a bell for some of you? Well, for the last 17 years, we've been crafting the perfect comeback. We've returned to our roots with Salas White, a famous local favorite. Plus, we're creating some fresh new brews. And whether it's the first time you've tasted our family's legendary beer, or the million, we're thrilled to be back. Swing by your local store, watering hole, or our brewery, and let's catch up over beers. Salas, Austin's original craft brewery. Ambi Augusta motorcycles are the epitome of Italian style, precisely crafted with a passion for two-wheel art on wheels. Ducati Austin are the only Ambi Augusta and Ducati factory authorized technicians in Austin, servicing all European brands. Check the Brutali Sport Naked, the most extreme essential naked bike ever. Or the Turismo Veloce 800, the first revolutionary tourer to be built by Ambi Augusta. Or if you want a pedigree steeped in racing, then look no further than the World Supersport winning triple F3, 675 and 800. Or go all out for the ultimate legendary F4 MV Augusta. Italian style with Texas soul. Trade-in, consignments welcome and financing available. To Caddy Austin and the home of MV Augusta at 818 Breaker Lane, just east of I-35. Lone Star Rallycross, a family-friendly, time-trial, loose-surface racing series with affordable events, quality competition, and an emphasis on having fun. Co-founded by multi-time SCCA solo and Rallycross national champion, Rally America class champion, and Pikes Peak Hill Climb winner Breanne Korn and her brother Kevin Korn. Race the same car you drive to work on Monday. Just 20 minutes from Circuit of the Americas at the state's only purpose-built Rallycross facility. Online at LoneStarRallycross.com. Listen to Talk 1370 anytime, anywhere on the Radio.com app. Hi, this is Ryan DeElk, and this is Speed City. Welcome back to the fastest hour in radio, Speed City. All right, welcome back to the show. And uh, this music was... This is uh, why you're glad not to have cameras in the studio. <laughs> yeah, we're dancing to DJ Jazzy Jeff. Hell yeah! <laughs> what do you do with the Fresh Prince? He didn't He didn't hang out with him anymore, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, he's, he's gone That's ludicrous. <laughs> he's gone alien. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> Nicely played. Hey, we got James Rimmer on the phone. James, are you, are you jamming out to DJ Jazzy Jeff? Yeah, you guys are getting prepped for the weekend, huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Ludacris and DJ Jazzy Jeff will be playing during the Rallycross weekend. So That's pretty cool. Actually, they're making it big. Yeah. Making a big event. Like, it's yeah, cool. It's yeah. going to be and- James, I got a question for you. Uh, well, not, yep. quite, it's not so much. It's more an observation. I think a lot of people are going to okay. be coming next weekend uh, for the first time to Rallycross, and I think they probably saw uh, Pastrana's uh, Nitro stuff yesterday, and they probably, you know, they've probably started. You know, if they've got some tickets, they'll probably been following it. But what I want them to um, look at is, yeah, the big stars are here from the World Rally Championship, and of course, you've got you know Scott Speed and Tanner Faz, who are big stars, Steve Arpin. But I want them to look at your class, the ARX2 class, because the beauty of it is it's all young Americans. And boy, you guys go at it. You, Connor, your teammate, I mean, uh, Fraser McConnell. I mean, there's some really good names, but the beauty of it is you guys are all young Americans. Yeah, um, it it is really a unique position to be in. Um, And you know what I've found? Uh, This will be my my third year in in a lights car um, or ARX2 car. Um, and I've found that people appreciate it quite a bit. Um, I, once, once they hear what the series is all about, that it's all, 
it's a one make series, you know, it's everything. It's, it comes down to the driver really. Um, you know, everything, same horsepower, can't toy with much except some setup stuff some suspension, things like that. Um, it really distinguishes who's a good driver. And that's why the margins are so small when you're talking about, it. I mean, we'll, we'll qualify, um, all 10 cars. I've seen it happen before all 10 cars within, you know, a 10th or two of a second, two, two, three tenths of a second. <laughs> that's amazing. It, 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 isn't that amazing? Because, I mean, so you really have to teach yourself to push that last little bit. Um, but, yeah, you know, I hope I hope people realize it. Um, I have a blast out there. Um, Connor and I have been racing together for, I mean, you you guys know. I mean, I, I, this, I live for this. I mean, Connor, Connor and I love this. I mean, we, we love being out there and, and, and fighting and battling. And, and it makes it cooler knowing, it makes it more fun knowing that you're doing it against kids your age, kids younger than you, you know? Like, hopefully the next generation of American racing drivers. It, it, it's a really cool feeling to be a part of. Yeah, and it's cool that people like Jacques Villeneuve come out of nowhere, out of the woodwork almost in Canada. Uh, you know, an ex-Formula One world champion. Yeah. Uh, I know that Kimi oh, Raikkonen's been interested. Jensen Button's been interested. So you, you my, never know my, who's going to show on up. On a side note, I have, I, have to, I have to side note you here for a second because I, had, I geeked out so hard when I met Jacques at, at, at <laughs> Three Rivers. I probably made a fool of myself, but he was the <laughs> nicest guy ever, and he, he talked to me for... 10, 15 minutes, and it was the highlight of my life. Anyways. No, I, hey, no, I totally get it. Uh, I mean, you've, you've probably grown up watching him win the Indy 500, win Formula One. Yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of cool, yeah? It's pretty cool. Sorry, I, I'm that way with Tra- Travis Pastrana, I'm afraid. Yeah, I just can't help <laughs> geeking out whenever I see him. Oh, when I interviewed you know, Travis, Mario Andretti. <laughs> my, my mom almost killed me because Travis took me indoor skydiving for my <laughs> 16th birthday. Oh, and, nice. <laughs> and my mom... I, I, I don't know. She she was not too happy about that. <laughs> I'll bet. Now, just so you know, James is, a, is, is does have a sensible side. Um, <laughs> you're about to graduate, right? You're in Denver. Yeah, I've got another year. I spent all of today doing homework, trying to get caught <laughs> up so I can leave out of here for a few days and go race some cars. Hopefully, come on, uh, yeah, hey, no. come on, James. It can't it can't not help at the bar. You know, hi, yeah, I'm a race <laughs> I'm a race car driver. <laughs> oh, geez, yeah. Well. Um, the, the, the homework catches up with me sometimes. I'll put it that way. <laughs> I think that's boy, he dodged that question well, there, didn't he? <laughs> he moved along, he moved right away there. <laughs> he took uh, the joker real quick when I followed him yeah, through there, real quickly. Yeah, well practiced. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I hope you're gonna come up and see us in the booth. Um, we wish you well. Tell us, um, where to find you. Are you still running the 25? Still running the twenty five. I have a new livery though, and a new suit, and new everything. What's so, the livery? So, uh, you'll, you'll probably you'll probably be a little bit surprised. It's not it's not the normal uh, dirtfish colors. Well, come on, what is it? Don't hold us. <laughs> I can't. I can't tell you. Oh man! At <laughs> James Rimmer twenty five. If I if my memory serves me correct, you know, it, last time he was here, you know, James and I hung out a good bit, and you know, you hey, already yeah. heard how much he loves Austin. I'm thinking there's got to be a barbecue stain on it somewhere. <laughs> we got to weigh him down with some barbecue. Hey, yeah, no, we can yeah. send you competition now to weigh him down at Franklin's. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> James, thanks a lot, buddy, for coming on the show. We appreciate it. We're really excited about what's happening next weekend, and uh, we look forward to seeing you. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me on, guys. Les, you're not you're not going to be there, are you? I am not. I'm going to be somewhere lost in Utah, on mountains, or, or somewhere in Nevada and Utah there. I'll, I'll take well, his ride. Sorry, I'm going to miss you. All righty. <laughs> hey, see you when you get back. Stick around. We're going to have some fun when you come back to town. I may pop in in Denver as well, so we'll see. <laughs> Perfect. Sounds good. Thank you guys so much. Thanks, James. Thanks, we'll James. see you next weekend. Yeah, yeah see you guys.
This is going to be an awesome event, guys. I know that we talked about how much fun the you know the the cars look and everything, but it's, it looks like it's going to be a good event too, family and want, friendly and yeah. And well, to a man, they're all like that. They're all fun, friendly, and exactly. and, and I honestly, if you are going, like our friend uh, Brent's going, uh, Bryant, excuse me, uh, is going. Um, you know, hey, don't sit in the grandstands. Get down there because honestly, you can the, get up and close. You the grandstands are the last place you want to be. Quite no. honestly, yeah, I agree because you get full access to the paddock. The drivers come out every so often, and they'll autograph, take some shots and uh, photographs with you, things like that. And honestly, these cool these cars are so cool. They'll start taking body panels off, and I sit there just geeking out, what you know, talking to the mechanics, and you know, interrupting what they're doing, <laughs> seeing all this stuff. But they are they're really friendly. I think the that's why James was checking you yeah. weren't going to be there next yeah. week because <laughs> yeah, slowed him down yeah. last <laughs> time, kept bugging him. We don't have to bring that one mechanic to keep less away. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's funny you said something about all the drivers are fun to talk to and everything. We've talked about this before, but aren't we lucky in uh, our our sport? Because, you know, you sometimes see different athletes get interviewed and they're yeah. like, Dude, I've, I've done other sports. <laughs> Trust me, motorsport rocks. Motorsport, they tend to be pr- very intelligent on yep. average. And yep. yeah, a little different, little different. We're lucky. Let's put it that way. Yeah, exactly. All right, boys, I want to talk about, uh, we've got... All these things coming up in Austin. Really, I want to go back to what you said to to Lee Diffie. Think about what's happening in Austin in, in the, the next, next between months. now and the first two weeks of April when MotoGP comes. We've got so many. I mean, let's let's try to get them right this time. Yes. So we've got, we got <laughs> rally cross, the, the world rally cross, the American rally cross next weekend, and then we've got Trans Am coming. No, excuse me, Formula One coming. Well, is it, so Trans Am's after Formula November, One. Yeah. So Formula One, then Trans Am and SVRA the same weekend. Yeah, SVRA, which the vintage racing, which mm-hmm. I've had a lot of people tell me here in Austin that's one of their favorite events here to go sure. see because that one is you you don't have to know anything about racing. You just like gotta love cars. Yep. And so, but then after that, we would have the debut of IndyCar on in March twenty second to the twenty fourth, and actually before that, the testing of IndyCar. Correct. That I don't know if that's going to be open to public or not. PwC is still coming. Yeah, uh, that's right. PwC. I can't even keep up with them all now. And then to top it off, as if that wasn't enough, we go two wheels in April, of course, to finish it off. And think about that: the month of March here in Austin, South by Southwest, the Dell Match Play, where Tiger will be coming. Oh my gosh, that's right. Good chance he's top fifty, man. That's right. Yeah, before the Masters, Austin is just. This is going to head mind blowing. Oh, and the start of the. MLS and USL oh, right. seasons. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. What the hell? Oh, man. A little bit of everything. It's a good time to be a sports fan in Austin. Oh, no kidding. Never mind all the concerts. Hey, and UT are winning. Good God, goodness. Oh, my gosh. Now that's our shattering news. <laughs> As an Aggie, I, 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 was, I was actually pretty surprised. They won big. Won yeah, very big. Well, yes, hey, last night. That was yeah. awesome. And if by chance you come to the university tailgating areas, look for a Cellus banner. Oh, Andrew Wood. <laughs> oh, that's right. We got to talk about the Cellus event. Oh, this yeah. coming Cellus up this event. Wednesday. Yeah. Coming oh, yeah. up Wednesday night, 6 30 at the Cellus Brewery. Going to invite you out. It, it is rain or shine, but I'll tell you what, hold our fingers crossed. Last month was absolutely phenomenal. We had so many cool cars. Tell and everybody giveaways. where it is. Uh, Cellus Brewery is up near Burnett Road 183 area. It's actually located at Rutland and Metric Drive. Come on in. It's free. We're going to be giving away all kinds of things. We're going to give away rallycross tickets. We've got all We've kinds got, of cool you know, swag. Just the old celebrity it's, guest, too. Yeah, I might get James yeah, down there. And Rimmer's in town. Yeah. I might get him. I might never, get some rallycross boys. You never know Maybe. who else might show up. There's, uh, there's a lot of things showing up. 
that uh, bring that are on the roster. There you go. Oh, bring the Guinness, cars, the, man. Uh, yeah, tell them about the the uh, right hander that you were over there talking to. Yeah, my son has a buddy that owns a R thirty two Nissan GTR that was out there. But there was there was a little British Leyland Mini out there. Oh, right that was awesome. Drive. Which you sat in. Yeah, me. <laughs> so I'm a little over six two, and the other guy that was there was like six foot six, and we both were astounded how much room was inside of a, an original Mini. Yep. We both sat in there no problem, but there was. Porsches, Corvettes, Mustangs, Cobras, Cadillacs. That's right, Barracudas, CTSVs. It was it was actually a full on, as you would say, John, the proper car show. A proper hey, car. Hey, show. and, and I that know, was the first inaugural weekend. It's going to get bigger and bigger. Yeah, it and it did get crowded. Admittedly, it did get crowded. But you know what? In the next thirty to forty five days, Celis is opening a beer garden, and they specifically asked us. What do we do to accommodate you folks? And I said, make sure we can pull cars and motorcycles into the beer garden and line up the place. So we're going to have about three to four times capacity in another thirty days. And come winter motor- time, you want some cool places to go. And there yeah, you go. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be rocking. And not only all those cars, Ducati Austin's bringing out some Ducatis. Oh, they're bringing the new here. ones. Yeah, the new Pentagalli is going to be there. Yeah, the that's V4. another good reason to go. You know, the the V four does not stay in the showroom much and as fast as they are you're not going to see them much on the road so yeah, yeah. definitely uh, come check them out if you haven't got your tickets yet world rallycross an american rallycross series at coda next weekend Ludacris are playing jazzy jeff is also there uh i'll DJ, be there jazzy jeff. dj jazzy jeff <laughs> i'll be there there's a celebrity race there's the american I'll championship if you don't know what i'm talking about and going what on earth are you talking about rallycross go have a look put the words ken block in google Hit Jim Carner and enjoy the rest of your evening. All right, well, well we've got to go, but I want to make sure you check us out every Formula One weekend. Go to our website, speedcitybroadcast.com. We do pre- and post-race shows to the Formula One broadcast. It's really exciting for us, so check us out on our website, and we will talk to you next week. Adios. Ciao, y'all. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.